Hey guys, what's up? This is Ken Kowalski at Second 50 Strong, and I have yet another good reason why we all need to weight train in our second 50 years. Let's do this. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of? get stronger every year, and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is going to help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken, and welcome to Second 50 Strong. Hey guys, what's up? This is Ken Kowalski at Second 50 Strong. And first, I just want to say I'm working with a 100-year-old man who's rocking an Apple Watch. And he's using it like he's talking into it and it's doing stuff for him. I don't even have an Apple Watch. I love the look. I got a nice black fossil analog watch and I just love the look of that. But 100 years old, man, and he's doing texting and audio texting, whatever that's called, dictation. uh, And like looking through his emails on it while sometimes when we're taking a break when I'm working with him. And damn. You know, so I I came home, I told my wife, I'm like, we have no excuse why not to stay up to date on technology as we get older when this guy is just, he's got it. I mean, he's just connected it to his phone and he's got it all figured out and very impressive as 100 years old. Oldest person I've ever met who knows how to use an Apple Watch and wears it on a regular basis. But what I really want to talk about is someone else that I'm working with who is unfortunately now making the decision I sometimes have touched on with you guys of, I can't live at home anymore. He is physically unable. And man, I'm telling you now, over 50% of the time, and that is a low ball estimate, it's because people didn't take care of themselves and they didn't work on their bodies and they didn't have a plan on what to eat and they didn't have a plan on how to exercise. They just kind of let it all go. And now they're physically unable to stay at home because medically, if you got a lot of problems, some, you can typically stay at home. I mean, there's medicine all over the place, right? Diabetes, take insulin. You got this, take that. You got that, take this. A lot of different things you can do to manage medication and medical issues. Not all, but a lot. But if you physically cannot do what you need to do to be at home, doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter if you really don't have a lot of physical uh, medical problems. If physically you can't do it, later alligator, especially if you start falling, right? And then your kids get involved, you're not safe anymore. They wanna send you somewhere else. So what I'm getting at is not only is your life over, because it is, but <laughs> this guy's talking to me and Oh my God, I had no idea. Like I'm in the world of physical therapy. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to prices of assisted living facilities and long-term care facilities and stuff like that. He's looking at assisted living facilities. Now I live in Maine. Maine is not that expensive of a state. It's just, I mean, this isn't New York. This isn't California, right? Not that expensive. $6,000 a month for an average place. I know these places he's talking about. They're not stellar. They're not like cream of the crop amazing. Those places are like $10,000 a month and they exist. And God bless the people who can live there. $6,000 a month. Now, I don't care how much you're saving. The life expectancy of humans now, 
is going up so much that you will run out of money unless you are very wealthy. If you're not really rich, $6,000 is going to drain your bank account pretty quick if you're going to be living there for 15 to 20 years or 10 to 15 years, which a lot of people do, right? Because medically, the medical community is keeping us hanging on for longer and longer and longer. So he's pissed because he knows that he's going to literally run through all of the money he has saved for whatever amount of period he's there. And then here comes the crappy part. Here's the kick in the ass, really. Once he runs out of money, that place will keep him. And once they drain everything that he has, and he'll go on Medicaid, okay? Medicaid means you're out of money because you spent it on your assisted living or long-term care. Now, when you're in assisted living or even independent living, which is also very expensive, and you end up being there for a long time and use all your money and end up on Medicaid, Medicaid doesn't pay very much. So if you then need to downgrade to long-term care, and I'm sorry, I'm going to swear, but I've been in this industry too long and I've seen it too long, you're going to end up in a shithole of a facility. And if your parents are there, I'm sorry I'm offending you. I've worked here too long to lie to you and say otherwise. Most nursing homes, and we can call them long-term care facilities, we can call them congregate care facilities, I don't care. If you are on Medicaid, you're with a roommate, you're in a part of the building that has not been renovated anytime soon. It smells, it's dark, it's probably more dirty than everywhere else. And you are treated like a lower class citizen because you are now unable to pay more money. And that's how the progress happens when you start going to an assisted living facility and not being able to live into your home anymore is your savings dwindle so fast that unless you're rich, and if you are, oh my God, tell me what you're doing. Unless you're rich, you're going to end up on Medicaid. And then you're going to end up living your last years beyond miserable. You know, Mark Ripito, I, I always say this and it's true. I love the guy. I don't agree with everything he says, but as far as strength training does, I do. And he says he always works out to stave off death, right? Well, I'm telling you, there's a whole lot worse than death out there. And one of them is being stuck in a wheelchair watching a television that has cartoons on because that's what the CNA, the certified nursing assistant, left on because she doesn't care. She hates her job and you don't have the physical ability to change it. That's worse than death. Absolutely. Day after day, pooping and peeing in your diaper because they're not coming in 10 minutes when you press your little button for nursing. They're coming in 20 to 30. That's the reality of it all. They're all understaffed. I'm not saying they're horrible people. They're understaffed. And that's how you're going to end up in your life most of the time once you start that slippery slope of, oh, I can't live in my home anymore. I'm going to go to assisted living. That starts the process of draining you down to nothing where you start getting treated like a second-class citizen on Medicaid. And you do. And I will defend my position forever because I see it every day. I'm living it. I'm working in this industry. I'm going to be doing it again today. And that's what happens. So guys, another reason to strength train your ass off, I'm swearing a lot this morning, I'm sorry, is to not only 
have, you know, a much more adventurous life. Run up a flight of stairs when you're 60 and be okay with it. Play with your grandkids. Be in better shape than people half your age. Not hard to do with all the slobs out there. But to save your money and live a better life and not be treated like a piece of crap in the last five to 10 years of your existence here on earth. You don't want that. I don't want that for you. And it is avoidable. It's avoidable if you start to strength train now. And you th- and let me tell you, I understand that I sound like strength training fixes everything. And you guys might be like, oh my God, you know, he's just he's just preaching this stuff. And the reason I'm preaching it is because it does. It does fix most things. Man, I got glaucoma that runs in my family, okay? So I have to get my eyes checked every year. My grandfather basically went blind. My mom has like seven surgeries on one eye because of her glaucoma. And I go to my eye doctor and I love her. Dr. LaPointe, I love you. You're awesome. And so I'm like, what's the best thing I can do to avoid glaucoma? She's like, exercise. (laughs) Okay. It's not eating blueberries or whatever it is that helps with your eyesight. It's exercise is the answer for almost everything. And walking is not exercise. A good doctor will tell you that. Walking is not exercise. It's a leisure activity. And that's great, but don't call it exercise. You need to sweat. You need to grunt and you need to struggle with something every day. And that's what you get to call exercise. And weight training is the best way to do that. So I'm here at work. I went on my rant, but it really bothers me to see this really awesome guy go through this process right now because he didn't make the right choices when he was in his 50s. But we're going to change that. We're going to be different. We're going to do the impossible and not end up like that because most people, unfortunately, at some point do. All right. I don't have an Apple Watch. Maybe I'll get one at some point, although I think that a 100-year-old guy is going to know what to do with it more than I would, but pretty impressive. All right, this is Coach Ken Kowalski. I am signing off from Second 50 Strong. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down? Go to second50strong.com. That's 2ND50STRONG. There we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active, energetic life that will make the 20-somethings jealous. This is Coach Ken, and I'll see you there. And please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with.